That was the uh, theme, the opening theme music to one of my favourite cartoons of all time, Futurama. Uh, truly a great cartoon, written by Matt Groening and David X. Cohen. Well ahead of its time. I don't think people were really ready for Futurama. As a student, um, when my first year I bought the entire box set, one seasons one to four at the time. I know there are many other seasons and many other spin-off movies straight to DVD uh, and I watched them all including the director's commentary but the reason why I'm using this as a theme today is uh, one of the episodes is called Mars University where Fry Fry enrolls into university all to just drop out again which I think is uh, quite funny really and uh, he has a roommate who's one of the professors or so Professor Farnsworth's uh, project called Gunter who is a monkey studying I think the professor is, uh, I think, I think Fry and Gunter enrolled into, uh, what's the title of, I'll play the clip later on, but the title of of what he teaches, is, uh, the, the, the quantum mechanics or the mathematics of quantum neutrino fields. They do a minor as well in uh, 20th, 21st century or 20th century history. Uh, I picked that one today because I want to talk about uh, stud- uh, the starting new semesters, which can be particularly interesting. So as a student, I, I found the start of semesters, semester one and two, uh, very exciting. Especially semester one, because it was still quite warm, so the back end of summer. So September where you had freshers week so if you're starting you have freshers week there's lots of drinking partying going on meeting new people uh, or if that's not your cup of tea you will probably find clubs societies to join you know whatever float your boat really it's your uh, your experience so you know go with the flow for any other semester so semester uh, one for uh, stage two three even four masters year if you decide to do that uh, it felt like more through the back door entry, so to speak. You didn't fresh this week, but maybe you're moving out. So that's exciting too. And it's the idea of coming off a long summer. I got bored during the summers. Uh, in another podcast blog, I'll talk about what you can do during summers uh, to keep away from boredom, because it can drive you crazy. Uh, I, found, I, I found it interesting of just moving away, basically. Uh, some people might not, that's fine. Again, your experience, so whatever floats your boat. But again, there was somewhat more quieter, but still exciting because of the boredom of summer or getting back into studying a course that you find interesting. 
Semester two is somewhat similar. Again, you're getting back into study, but for me personally, anyway, I found that there's an air of fatigue associated with semester two. For me, the timetabling of the exams meant quite often that I'd have an exam on Friday and then the weekend, and then the Monday would be the start of semester two. So there'd be an air of fatigue associated with that. And in today's podcast, I want to talk about a couple of tips, not everything you can do, but a couple of tips that I've written about with the blog associated with this, about how you can cope with that and how you can gently ease your way back into study. But unlike Utah, it was eventually made livable when the university was founded in 2636. They planted traditional college foliage, ivy, trees, hemp. Soon the whole planet was terraformed. Does that mean it's safe to breathe the air? Of course! So, first of all, I just want to congratulate yourself, you know, well done. Well done on uh, completing the exams. Well, you just finished the semester one exams. Um, great, it's fantastic. You may have had some time to relax, do whatever you want during that time. Some of you may not have done, you may have had the weekend, but that's still enough time. Uh, I think this is primarily the most important one. You know, you've just done that. Uh, it's a big feat. I think during the weekend, especially before the next semester, during the weekend is uh, to take some time for yourself, maybe to the Sunday or something before Monday lectures or next week's lectures, is to well, ponder to yourself very briefly. Just think about, you've done the exams, they're over. You're probably hungover or whatever, or you know, tired because you've done whatever, like I said, whatever you've done, it's your experience. Uh, but if you get some time to yourself, I suggest that you make some time for yourself is to just, you know, congratulate yourself on that and then just forget about them. Just forget about your exams. They're done, all right? They're done, dusted. Everyone's forgotten about them now. No one's talking about them anymore. Uh, there's not much more you can do, really. You've done your best. Uh, you know, I did a, a previous entry called the Examinations League talking about preparation for the exam itself. Uh, later on, I'll talk about methods of revision. Uh, but you've done all that you can, and that's great. I'd also bear in mind that semester two in particular is don't expect a miracle straight away. Yes, there may be some linkage from previous semester, or if you're in second year, third year, or or fourth year slightly different, but again, I'll talk about that later in a later podcast. But say second year, third year, there may be some linkage to previous ones that could be used as a base point for studying, but don't expect to, you're learning new material, and that's the whole point. Uh, don't expect miracles straight away, so don't expect to hit the ground running because of your revision. Take the time to just enjoy your lectures. I particularly enjoyed learning the material, or some of it may have been challenging. Take the time to just learn, you know, enjoy learning something new, the real study and revision and getting your head around it comes later during particularly the Easter break, which for me was a month where you start revising and preparing for the next semesters, uh, for the semester examinations. But just take the time to enjoy it. So, you know, ease off a little bit in terms of uh, lectures. Of course, attend them, definitely. Attend your tutorials, know where your tutorials are as well. Know who's giving them. 
and attend them. But, you know, you'll get given material to prepare for. I got given material to prepare for for them and, you know, do that. Also bear in mind as well that certain semesters, so for me, there's a credit-based system to progress. So I needed 120 credits to advance each year, just a basic pass of each module. So for chemistry, I think I remember top of my head was balanced quite nicely, 60-60 in each semester. So for example, this semester you may have a little bit less, I'm not sure how it works, but again, this is something you should check with your school. So for example, you may get something that's balanced, say, I'm not sure how they would do it, if it's 70-50 or something, or 50-70, or you know, 80-40 or something, which would mean you'd have to allocate your study time away from university uh, as you see fit. But again, I would just double check that with your school and your particular subject of study. Something you can discuss with your personal tutor, perhaps. But by all means, enjoy it. You know, you are getting better all the time. You're learning new stuff. You're here because you like the subject and you like university life. And the two are synergistic. So just enjoy that whilst you can. Yo, classmate, what you taking? Oh, I don't know. Hey, professor, what are you teaching this semester? Same thing I teach every semester. The mathematics of quantum neutrino fields. I made up the title so that no student would dare take it. Mathematics of wonton burrito meals. I'll be there. Please, Fry, I don't know how to teach. I'm a professor. See you in class. This may have changed because it's been a while since I've been at university, but I would also take the time to figure out the semester two examination timetable. Uh, I'm not sure if not they're available online now or not they're emailed out electronically, but back, back in my day, you know, we're talking about what, 2022 20, now, doing mathematics sort of, you know, 13, 14, 15 years ago, and then they had to be collected uh, they were like printed out. Uh, I would highly recommend printing them out still, uh, if you can, A4, and to put them on your wall and take the time to memorize it. Um, you know, don't literally go out and memorize it, would because you've done a lot of memorizing with your revision. So get used to it and get familiar to it. Uh, you know, what lectures have you got? Uh, where are they? Uh, who's teaching them? I'll give you a clue as to what kind of material you're going to learn. Again, don't worry too much about um, not being able to get the examination, uh, sorry, the uh, semester timetable. Uh, mine were made available, I think, usually the last week of the exams. So what I would tend to do is to get away from all the exams once I finished is sneak into the school when it was really quiet because there was no students around because they're all getting examined and uh, go to the school office and collect it myself. But again, as I've said, this may have changed over time and it may be available electronically or, or online but uh, it's a great way of preparing early or getting your mind at least thinking about the next semester when you go and collect it but again if you're unsure contact your personal tutor or you know after the exams are finished ask a friend you know when 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 the next lecture is or so on and therefore by process of elimination the electron must taste like grape aid Sorry, I overslept. Until 5 p.m.? It's that obnoxious monkey. He kept me up all night with his constant thinking. Just thinking and thinking. He's trying to make me look like an idiot. 
Don't be jealous. Without his special hat, Gunter might be no more intelligent than you. Oh, I hate that rodent. Fry, that monkey is my most important experiment. If you two don't stop fighting, I'll have you both neutered. <laughs> That'll show him. Another piece of advice would be uh, laboratory work, in particular the work ethic of um, drink and social life with that, or just general extracurricular life with that. Um, in particular, more with, I'd say, heavy drinking. It does occur at university, of course, it's part of life, but like I said, some of you may not be into that, but may enjoy There's this general nightlife in particular, which requires, you know, deprives you of sleep. Uh, First and foremost is if your subject or if the next semester or typically with chemistry or any science there's always a lab work associated with that and typically it ratchets up with each year so for example uh, stage one and stage two I think had was it three hours and uh, afternoon on Monday or Tuesday or Thursday or Friday one or the two basically but again that may vary from school to school i'm speaking from my own personal experience and that ratchets up as well so it becomes more heavily lab based year two was i think it was like three hours in one afternoon six hours in another and then in year three i think it was there may have been an all day one actually i think you know uh so three hours in one afternoon to start an experiment and then the whole day to finish it off the next day and that's very important because usually they are assessed so usually you'll have someone assessing you uh, during that or it's part of writing up your laboratory work and submitting it for part of your um, module score whilst exams take up a large bulk of it the laboratory work for sciences in particular is just important however you may have uh, various workshops that need to be attended or so forth that will be assessed too but these are important because you don't get another shot at these so for example in exams uh, you may get another shot at resits so it is also per worth bearing in mind that in second semester around about a month to two months in you'll get your results from your previous semester these will probably be from your personal tutor in person to discuss strategy going forward or what your averages are for uh, but again, I wouldn't heavily focus on that too much. Just get comfortable with the next semester. But laboratory work in particular is important. So if you can, I know for me, and especially in the early years, stage one and two, I think, you got assigned a lab partner or you got to choose a lab partner. I'd highly recommend if you can choosing your own lab partner. You'll have some friends at that point that, you know, you're naturally going to gravitate towards people who like you and likewise so I would heavily, I would, I would, if you can, like I said, pick, you know, go for someone you know who's reliable. Uh, somebody who's probably good at lab work too. I was never good at lab work, but I always had like a, a friend who was better at it. And I was better at the theory and it tended to work in synergy. So example, my friend uh, was excellent at lab work. He was really great at uh, knowing what was going on during the reaction. I was doing uh, how to do things methodically. And um, likewise, I felt typically bad during the sessions because he was definitely really good. I wasn't a slacker. I wouldn't not do anything. I just found that he naturally got it better and understood the science more. But what I found is that typically I had a better theoretical knowledge of what was going on. So the work in and around that, preparing for the lab work and the report itself and um, 
questions regarding that I was better at and I would typically tend to help him out with that as a way of you know repayment so there's a synergy there that works but find whatever's comfortable for you basically but uh, if you can't so I know in year one you, you get you know sometimes you can just get assigned a lab uh, partner that's just the way it goes you know the school just assigns you a lab partner but uh, I wouldn't dwell on that too much that's a great way of making a friend Typically, if that happens in stage two, stage three, usually people don't tend to slack at that point as well. Um, so usually people, if they've gotten that far, have gotten through the first year at least anyway, and know that they want to study this. So, I, I, you know, there's not many people who don't attend or slack, so to speak, really. So you'll typically get a good lab partner in general. But it's important just to keep tabs of this. So, for example, there was a situation where I think I got assigned a lab partner who didn't show up for a session. Again, which at the time was rather annoying. But the important thing is to just keep your head down. Um, you'll get lab demonstrators who, well, at the time, are paid PhD students to do um, demonstrating. Uh, if you let just one of them know, they'll keep an eye on you and they'll help you out in due course during the session. I know that happened to me. Uh, but the important thing is to is to not argue over it. Don't argue. Don't go to the person later on and shout and swear and whatnot. It just serves no reason other than to create a bad atmosphere in and around your course mates. You know, it varies. Sometimes you do individual work. Sometimes you do work where you can pick your lab partner and other ones you get assigned one. It's just horses for courses and that, that's just life. That's just life, wherever you go, you know, lab or dry labs, wherever you're going to work with a, right, a wide variety of people. So, you know, just get used to it. Another thing with lab work in particular as well is I would highly urge the listener to not go out. I know drinking is a big part of student life and going out on the nights during Monday to Thursday uh, is a big thing. And again, I highly encourage it because it, it is good fun. Um, just make sure that you attend lectures the next the next day, you know. It doesn't matter, like I said, if you're easing off a little bit and just enjoying your work. Then you can still enjoy it with a hangover. I found that in particular. Um, you know, just make sure you are going along. Uh, with lab work, however, though, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. So if I was doing, say, if I was doing, if I was unlucky enough to get Thursday, Friday, uh, then I wouldn't go out drinking Wednesday or Thursday evening at all. No, stay and prepare for them. Uh, you'll thank me later on when you're enjoying your night out on Friday. I know Newcastle University's uh, solution-based night was Friday and you enjoy it so much more once you finish the session at that point. If you're lucky enough to get Monday to Tuesday, because sometimes I got that, so lab days, you know, uh, Monday to Tuesday is great because you could just spend Sunday evening preparing. You know, hardly anyone goes out Sunday evening anyway, really, so... Uh, you can do that and then on Monday, you know, you're already in the mindset of work, working and studying anyway. So Monday you can, you know, think about what, you know, what you need to do the next day to complete your lab work successfully. And then on Tuesday, you know, Tuesday evening, Wednesday, Thursday, you know, you can go crazy. So it's all a bit, you know, potluck. But again, like I said, that is just life, you know. I got a mixture. In fact, I got that, say, um... I think my first year I got a Thursday, Friday, uh, which meant uh, Monday I could go out or Tuesday I could go out. Um, 
I preferred Monday, Tuesday, just to get it out of the way with early. And plus, it's a nice way to start the week, I think, because the rest of the week, the lectures become more enjoyable. Like I said, I was never really into lab work, although it is a big part of science. But um, I found it more enjoyable. Sometimes the lab work, you can pick up stuff, like some, some PhD students or lecturers come around and give you some useful intel that you pick up that you wouldn't necessarily get in a lecture. So it's always worth just, you know, going along and just paying that extra bit of attention for that. But, you know... I'll probably give another podcast on it on lab work. I think that's quite an important one to touch upon, really, about the ethics of that. But in terms of settling into a semester, yeah, you know, get those lab days in, know where they are, know if you need a lab partner. Um, you know, pick one you know, someone you know and trust if you can. If you can't, don't worry about it. And uh, just make sure you don't go out drinking the night before, because like I said, you'll thank me later on once you get good marks in that and you're celebrating after you finish each section. I tell you, being here really takes me back to my college days. Step right up. Who wants to learn physics? Keep your hands inside the car at all times. Good old Coney Island College. Go Whitefish! Don't take this the wrong way, Fry, but you don't seem like the educated type. Oh, yeah? Read it and weep. I'm a certified college dropout. Please, everyone knows 20th century colleges were basically expensive daycare centers. That's true. By current academic standards, you're merely a high school dropout. What? That's not fair. I deserve the same respect any other college dropout gets. By God, I'm going to enroll here at Mars University and drop out all over again. You won't last two weeks. Ah, oh, thanks for believing in me. So I hope that's helped. That's just some tips I've mentioned in my blog, a bit more expanded upon. Uh, it seems like I rambled again, but just to summarize again, you know, like tip one would be to just congratulate yourself on the previous semester. You know, you're gonna be fatigued, but you know, congratulate yourself. You may have been celebrating with your friends or doing extracurricular activities a bit more with the time you've had, which is great. Good use of your time. Like I said, it's whatever floats you about, you know, it's your experience. So I'd say tip one is is that, and also forget about the previous semester's exams. You can't do anything about them now. Uh, pay, pay particular mind to the fact that in a month, two months time max, you'll get the results. At that point, we'll discuss strategy beyond that point in another blog podcast. Tip two was to uh, make sure you get your timetable. So uh, physically for me, I had to go to the, the, the office to collect it and be available online. Uh, it probably will be these days, everything being paperless, but for me it was just getting the, the hard copy. Um, I know it should be going paperless, but it's useful if you print it out, stick it up on your wall, and over time, within a week or so, you would have memorized it anyway, so you know what's coming and what to prepare for. Uh, also, learn to allocate your time accordingly, so you may have to do a bit more work or a bit less work, depending. Uh, on the credits bias of the years, but I think typically universities do 60-60 anyway, I think if they're still doing credits, but again, double check that with your school and personal tutor. The third tip is lab work, is to know where your labs are, uh, know what subject it is, what is required of you, what you need to do, you use all of your lab time, so it's three hours, make sure you're in the lab three hours, if it's a whole day, make sure you're in at the allotted time, if it's nine to five, make sure you're just there between those time because it's precious and it's assessed too and you may pick up useful intel. Uh, make sure, uh, if you can, pick a lab partner you trust. 
like a friend or something who's good. Uh, make sure there's a synergy there. As I mentioned, there must be a synergy to get the most out of each other. Uh, and it's great for your friendship too. Uh, if you can't, don't worry. It's always a great chance to make friends. Um, be professional. So, you know, if someone's slacking or doesn't, uh, you know, I, I, you know, like the, the, the marks that will come back will reflect. I just must, must mention that before I close off, is that the marks you get won't be biased 50-50 if they're not pulling the weight. They won't get the same, you know, le lecturers and students are very aware of what's going on. You'd be surprised. So don't worry about that. Keep your head down and uh, be professional. No arguing anything if someone's slacking, that kind of thing. It just serves no reason other than to cause a, a bad atmosphere, and that's not great. And finally as well is uh, no drinking the nights before your lab sessions as well. You don't you want to be sharp. You don't want to be hungover, or you don't want to be tired, so you might not be drinking, but you might be out with people, or you might be overextending on an extracurricular activity. You want to be sharp. Uh, trust me, again, I know I overemphasize this, but trust me, is you will be thanking me later on when you're at your club later on, on the evening after finishing the weekly session or partying later on. You'll be definitely thanking me. So I do hope that's useful. Um, I'll put some stuff in the blog. If 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 you you know as any any other business I have, um, you know if you have any questions or any suggestions you, you, that's worked for you, please let me know. Um, I now have a new website. So this is on a new website now. If we just dig up the uh, the website address for you to go to. Okay, so my web address is um, https colon forward slash forward slash Stuart, S-T-U-A-R-T, dash, Thompson, T-H-O, M-P-S-O-N, and the number one, dot wixsite.com, forward slash, my, dash, site. Uh, I know it's a bit of a mouthful. I, I, I've got to be honest, I don't have the finance or the fiscal um, strength yet to be able to purchase the domain, but I am working on it. Uh, this is where you may have found this podcast if you're there already and fine if not else you know please check out my website you can make comments on the blog associated with this podcast um, you can also reach me on twitter as well so there's a twitter link there so my handle is at spread purple that's all one word but again i might change that at a later date to the infinite information domain name but like I said, thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, I'm going to close you out now with uh, some Futurama. And stay tuned for the next podcast on whatever topic that might be.
Anyone want to play Dungeons and Dragons for the next quadrillion years?